As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot and really a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Sunday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. At Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there, join the militia. The orange fall behind early 17-6 to six, with about five and a half minutes into the game. Syracuse, though, would get into a rhythm. Uh, John Bolajak and Samir coming off the bench, giving the Orange a 45-34 lead at the half. They will improve to 6-4. and four. You'll hear from us. And we'll hear from you in Fan Feedback, live on the Spotify Live app and on YouTube. In uh, Syracuse will look to extend their three-game win streak as they host Mammoth tomorrow at 7 p.m. We'll let you know what we think about that. It shouldn't take long. And it is power hour. <laughs> and you heard that beep. And that means one down the hatch. So a um, couple commits over the past couple days here. And one of those, Vincent Carroll Jackson, um, 6'5", 280. Uh, he's listed on 247 as three-star D lineman. Okay, class of 2023. And then a grad transfer from... University of Richmond, uh, Joe Moore, who is uh, O lineman, and uh, that's a that's a good get. I believe that's a good get. I don't I don't see his size on here, but maybe you know Joe. You keep up with this stuff. Uh not not like that. So. Okay. Um. Anyways, fifth year guy, <laughs> right? He's a grad student, I believe. Yeah. So, um. Well, it could be even more than that, I suppose. But anyways, some experience and some size. He's a pretty big kid. Yeah. Just look at him. So. Yeah, six six five three oh two started go. started all eleven games for Richmond this past season um, at offensive tackle. So losing Bergeron and losing some of those guys on the offensive line. Still don't know what the deal is with Vetterello, but we know Bleich is coming back. Kalen Ellis, you know, Enrique Cruz, you know, people like that. So um, it's definitely a situation where you definitely need that help. And I don't know how good they're gonna be, but adding any type of depth. And the offensive defensive line is is always going to help us for sure. It's better than a swift kick in the butt. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. Got the trusty custom made Cuse Militia shot glass here that my cousin made. It holds it holds beer good. Um, I love New York. Huh? I have an I love New York. So. Oh, nice. 
suits you. Uh, look, uh, not really. Look, let's let's get into this game. Exciting yeah. game. Exciting game. Not in the beginning. Did not look good from the beginning, but boy, oh boy, howdy, coming off the bench, some big players, and um, man, I don't have a whole lot of negative things to say about it, despite the slow start. So, let's hear what Coach had to say immediately following the game. Obviously a very slow start. I thought Bowl and uh, Saimir came in and really did some good things, and we kind of worked our way back in there. And then when Judah came back, he got going. And then when Jesse got in foul trouble, Munir, we were plus 10 during the time he was in there. He, he blocked a couple shots, uh, made, got a couple buckets down there, was really good. And then when we got the lead, Jesse, you know, they didn't, we made it where they couldn't double him. We took everybody away from the basket, put Joe over on one side. So we get it to Jesse there. There's no double team coming and he's getting better all the time. Um, I thought Benny had a good finish there. That's important. Uh, we're still, we, we have to find a way to rebound better. Um, Although Chris got three, which is triple what he normally gets, so I guess that's a positive. But um, we make some some bad decisions. But overall, uh, we got the ball to Jesse uh, in good position, and he finished. But. Uh, They've been good. They play well, and then they slip, and then we took advantage of it when they slipped, and that was uh, it was good to be able to do that. It was still an eight-point game late, and uh, we made a couple of really good plays right there at the end. But anytime they face guard Joe like that, you know he's we've got openings for other guys, and I thought that that was the difference. Questions. You know, there's a, still a certain amount of, of feeling with Georgetown that'll carry on. It's not obviously not what it was, but it's still Georgetown. So it's still a, a, a big game, for, especially for me. I don't know about these guys, but for me it is. So it's, it's good to get that. But I think overall our defense has been getting better. And uh, I think, you know, we, we just have to continue to improve there. We can score points. Uh, without threes, we don't need to make threes. If we can, we will, but we can score points without doing that. Coach, do you touch on the impact the crowd had in this one? Yeah, they, they're, they're, they're not, you know, they're sleeping most of the time, but they're trying to wake up. We just need, we need to play better. The fans have never understood that we need them when we're not playing good. And that's when they're not making any noise. When we're playing good, we don't need them anymore. We need them when we're struggling. And uh, so, yeah, we need them. Well, first of all, he played against St. John's. That guy's the biggest guy we got to play against, and he had no problem with him, and he's had no problem with anybody. So. I'm in past years. This is this year. He's had no problem the whole year. No problem. Doesn't matter who he's playing against. He's he's playing really at a high, very high level. Jim, is there anything that you can point to that's cooked for your young guys, and not just this win, but this three-game win streak here? 
they're still got a long way to go. You know, Jesse and Joe are carrying us. Judah's been good all year. I mean, it's not, you know, he had a, he slipped a couple times, but all freshmen are going to. But we need Benny to play better. We need Chris and, and Justin to play better. You know, they, that's crucial for us. Uh, we're lucky that Bowles come in there and done a great job. But Samir's been good. So we just got to... We got to keep getting better. You know, it's we've only played ten games for these some of these guys, and they're they need probably twenty or thirty, but they'll they'll hopefully get a little bit better each day. <sighs> okay, so two things. Well, one thing to start is that um, eight minutes in, and that beer's gone. So my shot glass is how did that happen? A little bigger than I thought. Well, it's not a standard <laughs> sign. Must be like a shot and a half or something. Anyway, no, uh, mine we, too. We shall continue. So when we get some some we get some a breather here for a second. Uh, look, I mentioned the slow start. Samir and Bowl come out. Um, Samir had a steal um, shortly after he hits the floor. Um, grabbed a rebound. Um, as well, you know, John Bowl too, same thing. Hit the, Samir hits a couple shots, and before you know it, um, John Boljak is making a, a layup, and the game's tied at 20. And, I mean, we've, we've talked a lot about Samir and, and how good he is, and kind of waited for him to turn it on. I felt like this was his best game. Huge, a, a, a big difference maker, in my opinion, for this game. Plus 10 with Monier in there. Um, with Jesse getting to early foul trouble, you, you know, he hits the bench with, with two fouls early and you're thinking yeah. questionable fouls, right? Question. Yeah. A couple of them. Well, you said this, you thought this is Samir's best game or John Bowles? I thought this was Samir's best showing. I mean, for, oh, really? for me and for this year, I think for this year. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he just had a 12 points, five assists last game. So, well, okay. um, touche. I mean, but at the end of the day, you know, it showed, um, it showed a good, a good mix and match of rotations. And honestly, too, the one thing that I see that's different is it's the effort, man. These guys know now that if you don't put in the effort, you're coming out. So, and John Bowl and, and Samir Torrance, older guys that are kind of, you know, seeding minutes to younger guys who have probably overall better talent, you know, as far as ceiling talent. Um, these guys are, are chomping at the bit to to get in the game. So these guys that start, they, they don't want to start off well. Um, Samir and John Bull are more than happy to come in and put in the effort that Jim Beheim is looking for. Yeah. Um, the thing with Samir is, 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 is Samir, a lot of times, what he does and what he puts into a game, you don't really see it in the box score a lot. Well, no, um, that's, that's, that's just it. That was, um, that's like, like Mark. Except a lot, of, a lot of times the right, things right, that right. Mark would do wouldn't show up in the box score, and and you know he was a huge difference maker out there. And um, Samir, with you know me, obviously a talented kid deserves deserves the minutes. And and I guess my point is is that when you know you change things up that early, and you're thinking, man, this is gonna look, this looks ugly already, and then you know you've got um, you've got a team coming back from seventeen to six. I was thoroughly impressed. And Samir only with 12 yeah. minutes, too. 
Um, and, and once yeah. they I mean, caught up, to... they didn't hold the lead. It kind of bounced back and forth a tiny bit. But once they, they really grabbed it, it was stayed at 10, 12, 8, around there for the rest of the game. So um, still need yeah. to – I mean, it, it... Go ahead. You're good. I was just going to say, I mean, you're starting to see the effort. You're starting to just the second game in a row. I mean, we, we won the rebounds, albeit by one. Yeah. And then we played against, but Bohab and a, a Cook, those, they were big guys down there. Um, and, and we definitely more than held our, hold our, uh, held our own down there. Yeah. And you look, and you look at 10 steals and eight blocks and 20 to 21 from the free throw line and, you know, 15 to nine with the turnovers win the turnover battle. Um, that's all just really good basketball. Um, and, you're seeing a, a really, really good percentage from the two-point line. Um, which is, and, and, and again, we knew we were going to struggle from the three-point line, going 3 of 14 for 21%. Uh, that's not going to be our go-to. But seeing us go to the line, seeing you know these guys, you know, is Judas starting to come into his own and figure stuff out? Jesse, obviously, you know, he's, he's looks like he's not going to really have a problem with anybody offensively. Just... Everything they're doing, and, and it looks like they're starting to gel on that end, too. So I thought this was kind of a bad matchup for Syracuse, especially on the rebounding end, and they managed to do it. You mentioned getting, dude, they got to the line. Okay, now these things are the things I want to see consistent. Getting to the line and the effort on the rebounds. You heard Coach make a joke about Chris Bell uh, getting three rebounds. That's three more than he usually gets. So you got to start somewhere. But to rebound, to out, to be plus one in the rebounds, on the boards, I, I feel like is uh, is is you know that's a that's a, size that, team. Yeah, that's an A plus for me because I wasn't expecting that at all. And yo, know, I think it, while I still think they took too many three point shots, um, who Georgetown or us? Us, us. So they hit early, right? They came into this game shooting thirty four percent from the three, and they started hitting early. But then they they went cold. They went cold. Yeah, cold. Mm-hmm. you know they shot twenty four percent, and we shot twenty one. And I just don't think it's our game. I think 14's too many if you're not if you're not hitting them. But um, with that said, most of those came from Joe. <laughs> he was yeah. two, he was two for eight, and um, he did he he did all right. He did the things that he needs to do. I like the pace of what what it, it's like out there with Judah, and, and and Samir does the same thing. And the pace that they set. This is an old school kind of Syracuse basketball team with. With the up tempo, a lot of fast breaks. When was the last time you seen this many fast break points? And not to mention the ball movement. The ball yep. movement was pretty, man. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, those are two things that we really in the rebounding. And we'll, we'll we still have time to see what that's like. But those are things that we've been missing the past couple of years, even with the with the talented shooters we have. Yeah, because it's all been getting those guys their open shots, right? Now I really didn't mind the three pointers in this game because a lot of them were open. Um, but really when you look at it, I mean, Joe, one of his that he hit was what the right at the end of the game, almost like a punctuation, like yeah, nail, a, nail in the yeah. coffin, right? It so sent the crowd up, through the roof. Yeah. Right. Up to that point, we had only, you know, we'd only hit two threes and to see us come back from down 11 and just, just, you know, running the offense through Jesse, moving it around, playing unselfish basketball. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of times now you've been seeing. I mean, I know the Judah he went to the line 11 times, but he had five steals and 10 assists. Like that's big time, and you know, 16 points, 10 of 11 from the line. He was going to the line. He was going. I mean, he's starting to realize that sometimes you just oh got to play to get the free. That beep's getting closer and closer together. I feel like sounds like you're right. <laughs> 
But, you know, going to the line is going to be his thing. Going to the hole, knowing that, you know, you're not going to make every one of them. And to get somebody in foul trouble and go try to get a couple free points, that's going to be your ticket. But, I mean, the defense is getting better. And, and like I said, it's just you got to run it through Jesse. Okay, make him beat yeah. Jesse. yeah. And, and you think the defense is getting better? I think so, too. I mean, um, created 15 turnovers. I mean, well, well, I mean, you know, the blocks were awesome. The blocks were awesome. You had uh, both of our big guys there with with Hima and in obviously Jesse Edwards had a monster block come from a mile away. Uh, come, I mean, a couple of them. <laughs> yeah, there was one time a guy made a move around the basket, didn't know that Jesse was coming across court, and Jesse the, pretty much spiked the him guy? into the crowd. Yeah, it was the he short, was the, the short guy. I think, yeah, I think so. No, 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 no. It was. Well, I think it was the bigger guy. Because oh, he, okay. he had gone out to the to the um, to the wing to defend a, a shot, and then the, the ball went in the middle, and he came across, and he almost he pretty much like volleyball spiked it. And then there was two other times. One was really really bad, where he came down to the baseline and blocked three pointers. And one, I don't even know if the guy got the ball off. He barely had the ball off of his hand, and Jesse was already there. So um, his speed, his athleticism, the way that he runs the floor, the way that he can get from. I mean, when was I mean, Pascal, I thought, did an all right job. But when was the last time you saw a big man for Syracuse be able to cover we, that we baseline always, three? Well, I don't know, but we always we always we always say as Syracuse fans, the last time since we've seen talent like like a Jesse Edwards, even last year, was a Christmas. You know, and I just oh, don't yeah, know if you're talking know. about like I don't think even Christmas is covering that much ground that quick. I couldn't no. tell. I couldn't the only tell person you. that I the only person I could remember at least defensively would probably be by Musakita. But okay. if you look at, but but compare them offensively, and you know, they're not even close. Right. I mean, Jesse's just got a just got just enough of everything to be extremely dangerous, and also he's getting better. You know, you heard. Uh, you know, you heard Coach talk about. Well, there's, there's, he doesn't the struggle. Shots he's taken. He, yeah, I know. Not only that, but like he, he hasn't really struggled. You know, he's he's his own worst enemy. That's the thing. So you know, if he's playing clean, then there's nobody that's going to be able to really stop him. You can slow him down. But I thought he was playing clean yesterday. I thought know, he played pretty clean too. There, there was one I think was legit, but there was there's two out of so he only racked up three. First of all, which is phenomenal, and I thought two out of the three weren't even that great. No. So so anyways, um, but that's co- a hell of a line, man. Twenty points, eleven rebounds, five blocks, and even you know throw in three assists. You know, yeah, and um, also play pass to Benny for the dunk. At the, I mean. It's just really, really when when you start to see teams gel because they know where people are going to be and how to get people. That's how you become dangerous. But oh yeah, I still think and there's I, a long way to go. Like Coach says. Oh yeah. Um, with, especially with Benny and Chris, he mentioned um, Justin Taylor needs to play better too. But I, I just don't feel like he's been on the floor enough. You got Benny and Chris are starting these games, and those guys there, they are the ones that I feel like no. I need to. I need to see some more from. see because so, i hear that i hear that though and you know but we looked at we already mentioned samir you mentioned that samir you know when you watch the game you didn't think that joe gerard played 37 minutes and samir torrance only played 12 because it seemed like the guards were doing a nice no. little rotation right yeah but we we already mentioned that with in in 12 minutes samir torrance he made he made it his presence felt in the game That's um, what I'm justin, saying, yeah. justin justin taylor played 16 
And Samir, Samir Torrance, he went one for one, hit the only shot that he took. But uh, Justin Taylor, he went over three. He took two, you know, two more shots than Samir Torrance. So Justin Taylor, he played 16 minutes. He had an assist and a steal and missed three shots. So he had, he has, he's had opportunities. I mean, Chris Bell played 22 minutes. So I'm not saying he hasn't had opportunities. I'm saying he hasn't had as much floor time as Benny and Chris. Well, no, not overall when you talk about it, exactly. But in this game particular, he had 16 minutes to... To do some know, more. To do more to than... To do more. Right, yeah. yeah. No, that's... And, yeah, I, I, yeah, totally. I totally... I can... I'm down with that. I agree. And, and, and realistically, I know that, J, that Jim Beheim is... And I think that's really what he's, what he's grasping for, especially from Taylor and, and Bell, is that second three-point scoring option. Um... But I don't know <laughs> how long you go. I mean, I guess if there was one disappointment that I would have to throw out there is the fact that after Malik Brown did what he did. You didn't and see him all, at all. Albeit, albeit against the team that they played, right? Oakland. Um, yeah. And not a very good team. Um, I thought that he just, you know, he put in self in we'll, position to get more minutes. We'll, and, we'll get it. We'll get it. I think that, that that's next segment material. Um, but... I agree. I expected to at least see him a little bit. But, um, you know, Coach mentions we talked about, is this still a rivalry? Well, I don't think it's still a rivalry, but it, it, it's always fun to beat Georgetown. There is there is only a few feelings like that. And to win by <laughs> that handily yeah. uh, was, was awesome. And, you know, like Coach says, and it's part of the, it's part of the thing, the, with the whole rivalry thing, as Coach says, you know, it's important to me. Yes, it's important to beat Georgetown. You, you don't want to lose again. Or not important, but it's like a, it's one of those games. Well, and luckily we have... That you, um, you want to win, right? I mean, you don't want to well, lose to, to anybody, but you don't want to lose to Georgetown. Yeah, that's for this damn is sure. going to be a rivalry that's going to be phased out. That's the thing. That's the problem. That's the issue. Well, that's why um, I don't get too attached to it, but they just did extend this for two more years. Well, yeah, and as long as they extend it, they're you know, grasping... For the for the players to keep it, you know, and and if you keep keep playing every year, then yeah, that's about the only way you can keep it up. But um, we were lucky to have guys like Judah Mintz and Benny Williams, who are from the DC area, um, from that you know DMV area, that um, and they understand uh, that rivalry. So uh, true, you know, yeah. it's it's always going to be important for Jim Beheim. Until the day he dies, and and um, well, Hob got teed up too. For it looked like he to me, it looked like he talked <laughs> trash to the bench. That sort of looked like to me too. Yeah, so percent. Being that Syracuse recruited a cook a cook in in Wahab, uh, it is just the cherry on top. That's fine. To, After watching to, him, I'd to rather him. take Jesse. Thank you. I said. <laughs> I said. I said on Twitter yesterday, y'all can keep, in so many words, y'all can keep Wahab. Glad glad he's in Georgetown, so that's a better fit. So, right. um, And I mean, yeah, that's just, you see him, and that's, that whole thing is weird, you know, because he played for Georgetown, transferred and then to left and then came Maryland, back. then came back, and, you know, Cook a Cook, which, I mean, is what it is, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, exactly. They might have good food, but other than that, I don't know how good they're going to be on basketball, so. Who? D.C.? Oh God! Never mind. Oh, a cook, a cook. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got you. Time for. Oh boy, it's already getting silly. Dad joke. Uh, yeah, <laughs> total dad dad joke, bro. Um, 
So that brings us to this. All right. This team being able, being able to score without having to hook up threes. And it was my, my, my fear early in the game when they were going down. And I think I said on Twitter, look, the, th- this team cannot panic when they're down like this and just huck threes. And they didn't. They really didn't. They, they yeah. got back into this game by, by driving, penetrating, and getting fouled. Like, as soon as, I think as soon as Samir and JBA got in there, I think um, there was that steal from Torrance ended up in Judah Mintz getting fouled because he was, he was, you know, being a maniac. And that's great. I think that's what we need. That's how we win. And when you, when you shoot 95% from the free point line, from the free throw line, then you're in business. Obviously. That needs to be your game, right? So... Um, and by the way, the only one that that was missed was Judah, and he went ten for eleven. I mean, you can't blame him for that, right? So, um, just all around, pretty damn awesome on that end. And then Coach mentioned the fans. I thought the fans were they fed off of the energy Syracuse was giving them. Yeah. But the whole point of fans in, in Coach is right, which is this has kind of been our argument. It was like you know, do something. You know, I don't go so quiet. Yeah. But a good, a decent crowd. I mean, a decent noise level for the crowd, I should say. Um, but yeah, well, when they get loud, though, that's the thing. The problem is, and, and we've given football, our, like our fans, football fans, I feel like football, we've got it down. We know when to be quiet. We know when to get loud. Yeah. Dino Babers has even alluded to this. Um, we're a smart fan base when it comes to, to football. But when it comes to basketball, it's a, it's a little different because the wind's taken out of the sails so quickly sometimes that right I that I feel like you know seventeen to six, it's a lot to well, ask for the crowd to be loud. His, no, but that's the thing is why. Like as I, I a crowd, mean, you're it's, it is to a lot to when, ask, but that is what you're supposed to do. Yes, right. And, and then they, they the, the 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 clapping thing, bro. This clapping thing's killing me. Who started this? I don't know, but I'm fine with the clapping thing. The problem is, is you clap, when you, you sit clap, down. You clap if you're sitting, then you sit down right and after then you, because you start right. standing, right? right? So, I mean, it kind of starts off wrong, you know, because the whole thing is, is that like, as soon as they make that basket, they're like, oh, okay, we're good. Okay, we're and good, and then down, it gets quiet. And then they're not cheering. Exactly. And realistically, that's really not how that's got to go, man. Like, if you're, if Holy our team cow. is... If our team is struggling on offense and you see it, you know what I mean, then you shouldn't be quiet when they're down on defense, right? Like you shouldn't be doing that kind of stuff. Um, they need to know and recognize when when they need the crowd to, to step in and get into it instead of like what Jim said. It's exactly what happens. We have to fight through it ourselves through a quiet crowd, and then as soon as they, we start doing should, good, then they start being loud. They should never be able to shoot a free throw. With with a quiet dome, I don't no. care what the score is. That's what right. kills me. And, and you know, it is tough to keep the Syracuse crowd going. And they Remember like the crowd they, at Illinois. They, yes, that's a good example. Yeah, they were wild. Yeah. So yeah, especially when we were on the free throw line. Yes, and that's a, that's just one of those college traditions that I just don't think we do enough of. Is is the is the being loud when the other team's shooting free throws? It's hard enough to shoot, anyway. Mm-hmm. So why not make it harder? 
and um, make some damn noise. So, okay. All right. Anything else to wrap this game up, Joe? I thought it was I thought it was an excellent game um, to, again, in, in a bad matchup, to see what Syracuse could do. And the talent level for Georgetown isn't bad. They're just, no. they're, they're just not. They, they just, when they started to slip and they kind of lost their groove, they never found it again. No, and, and you can tell that they're still lacking a little bit of familiarity. Yes, yeah, so we with talked each other, a lot right? of bit. We talked a lot about coming into this game about all of the transfers that they have and everything. Yeah. And, and then they, they started have, talking about it during the game too. Yeah, and they have talented guys. They're just not meshing, and right. you know that's one thing that I think it, we actually had surprisingly had the advantage on was the the um, the the cohesion between the guys on the floor. They did a tremendous job. Started with Oakland, where you really saw it, and that's Oakland, right? Well, now it's Georgetown, and then we get to look ahead to Monmouth here in uh, in one day tomorrow, and for you listening on Monday tonight um, to be able to do the same type of thing. So, yeah. uh, the all-time series between Syracuse and Monmouth sits at two and zero in favor of the Orange. Uh, the Syracuse Orange men and the Mammoth Hawks first met in 2012. The Orange won the game handily behind Michael Carter-Williams, 16 assists, 108-56. to The team met again in 2016, Andrew White III, leading the Orange to victory with his 18 points, according to orangehoops.org. Those 18 points from um, White helped the Orange in a 71-50 to win. Uh, Howard White, Coleman, Roberson, Leiden, your starting five. And... Boy, this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> I think they're no, you could have kept going. The, the, yeah, I know. The Mountain Hawks are currently one in nine, with their only win coming on the road versus Manhattan, seventy-six mm. to sixty-nine. Miles um, Foster currently leads his team with eleven points per game and seven rebounds per game. Uh, forward, I believe. As a team, Mammoth is shooting 40% from the floor, 29% from three, and 60% from the line, Joe. Um, the Orange are starting to get it. Um, they're starting to get in a nice rhythm here, starting to gel a little bit on the court as a team. And just looking at this M- Mountain Hawks team, it seems to me another opportunity, like I was alluding to earlier, for Mo- uh, Malik Brown and-, and some more of these guys to get some burn before we tighten the ropes on playing time entering conference play. So another opportunity to be able to do this. Um, a couple coming up. And um, by the way, Cornell beat the Mountain Hawks and we'll face them after, after that. But um, yeah, by 17, 18. Yeah. So Joe, I mean, I mean, what can you say about this team? Right. I mean, this is practice, right? Is that fair yeah. to say? Yeah. I mean, it is fair to say, I mean, we do have two things in common. We've both lost to Illinois and Colgate this year. And they, um, they did play UVA and they, one of their losses is the UVA. But yeah, and they lost by 47. So it's a situation where, I mean, obviously they're, you know, you lose by, 27 against Seton Hall, 47 against Virginia. What's that? 48 against Illinois. Um, you know, the teams that were supposed to be, I mean, even they just lost to Princeton 91 to 54. So I don't even really know what to do with that. And um, I guess the only thing that you can really look at as far as Monmouth versus like in Oakland is the fact that you have like, bigger guys so to speak um they have uh they for instance against princeton you know um they got a guy from india aman sandu right 
he's a freshman, seven foot, two hundred sixty pounds, big boy, right? Well, Seems he like played. It. He started last game against Princeton. Played five minutes. Had five fouls. Holy um, cow. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, right? So um, they got Jack Holmstrom and Jack Collins. Um, Jack Holmstrom starts. Collins comes off the bench. Those are really the only three-point shooters. They huck them a little bit, but they only average about 17 three-point uh, shots a game, so they really don't even have that in their back pocket. Um, and, you know, you got guys like, you know, Miles Foster. He's 6'7", 240. So, um, you know, he's going to be a little undersized as far as height, but he's got some weight. And Kleeman uh, Vuga who's a 6'9", 230-pound senior from Slovenia. Isn't that the same as Mark? No. No, isn't Mark was from... Jeez, uh, so, um, I forget now. I thought it was Slovenia. No, I don't well, think so. Okay, well, either way. Um, he's a, another big body. So um, not like Oakland as far as undersized. They're going to have some bigger guys, but as you can see in their lineup and in, in their schedule, um, that you know they definitely lack some talent, and um, they don't look like they have a lot of transfers. So these are main guys that just have been recruited, and they're just trying to grow up together and get a little bit better. So um, this year is not their year, and this isn't going to be a game that's <laughs> – going to be anywhere closer to the realm they're I playing think it's a tough be a schedule like, for <laughs> a lot of it's tough anyway well, i'll give yeah, them that i mean and again i mean that's what you do when you try to get your team ready to play in your conference right yeah well of course sure <laughs> but one and nine against that that schedule though i mean i know they they got some tough some tough teams but i mean you're talking norfolk state colgate cornell lehigh oh they lost you know lost to lehigh lost to Ryder, lost to princeton what did I mean, where, where's homeboy from? Slovenia, Slovakia, yeah. Slovakia is where Mark's from. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, and one of those. I'm not going to say it. Russia. Say it. Yeah, I get it. I mean, <laughs> um, look, my grandfather's from Eastern Europe too, so I'm not going to talk crap. So is my grandfather. So, um, all right. Well, Western Europe, I should say, both of them. All right. What else, Joe? I mean, that's that's Monmouth, pretty much I mean, it. That's all Mon- I really Monmouth, got, should, I mean, be, should, Monmouth be should be Monmouth should be an opportunity, like right? Monmouth should be an opportunity for our, our boy Malik Brown, Joe's boy, to to get in there and um, prove he deserves some burn, and some of these other guys too. Just real quick though, how about how about JBA? How about John Bull? Amazing this year or what? Like we didn't see a whole lot of from him last year. I didn't see this coming really. And honestly, like Exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like this is a role, right? I mean, last year we were comparing it with a bunch of people that can hit jumpers and stuff like that. Um this year we need that kind of tough, gritty guy down there, you know? And especially when you have situations in lineups where you're talking about Benny Williams and Boljak and which, I mean, you don't really see too much because I know he likes Chris Bell and Justin Taylor, but there's some lineups. If these guys, if, if Chris Taylor and, in, in, or sorry, Justin Taylor and Chris Bell, if they can't prove that they're going to help us as far as points-wise and, and perimeter-wise, I don't see a situation where sometimes you just, you just go big. Like Benny big, Williams, the big John was helping, Bull, man. Yeah. I mean, you go Jesse Edwards, John Bull, Je- Benny Williams, you're talking, what, 6'8", 6'9", the smallest you got on the back line. Yeah, that's gonna be tough to guard against, man. And between 
Joe Girard and between Jesse and, and Judah, I think we're going to get enough offense. I don't even think we need a three-point offense. Like Again, we talked about it. When we have good defense, we can make it happen. And now we got a big guy that can score. Athletic and we've big guys, We've always too. been good when we've had a big guy that can score. Yeah, and, and, and athletic big guys, too, man. You know, it's not easy. You know, we talked about Chuku, and, and we even talked a little bit about Jesse when he was coming up. But, you know, we, you know, our nickname for, for Pascal was Stonehands. You know, it's just one of those, he couldn't put the ball on the floor. Jesse can back you up and do a little bit of dribble action, and actually. So, you know. Oh, he's made a couple different moves yesterday. Yes. He did a little spin move jumper. Yes. I mean, yeah. you're seeing, I mean, this completely, to me, proves. I mean, granted, I don't think he was as good as he is Holy this cow. year, last year. But this proves how much of him going down last year hurt, hurt our team. Yes. Great point. Killed us. Absolutely. It's terrible. All right. With that said, it's time to hear from you. It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house. All right. You guys know what to do at the end of every game. I ask for your thoughts on that game. You leave them. I don't proofread them. We talk about them here live. And um, that's what we're about to do. So, if <laughs> what, Joe? Nothing, nothing. So, it is it is power hour fan feedback, and we're already. We should all be. By the way, we should all be, and by we all, me and Joe, should be w- one shot into uh, almost on our second shot into our fourth beer. So, this doesn't end after the hour. If it goes, it goes. By the way. And uh, it is what it is. This could be power hour 15. I don't know. But no, Joe is on low battery. So we got to be a little bit, we've got to be a little bit um, efficient here. So let's start. Let's start on Twitter. <laughs> let's start on Twitter, shall we? Yeah. We shall. Oh, one second. Son of a. That beep's getting annoying. <sighs> it is. All right. Let's start with Twitter. At Irishman in Indiana. I-N. That's Indiana, right? Uh, thought Benny came uh, came alive tonight. Finally. I've been the dude's biggest fan. And finally, he balled out. Their level of intensity was great to see. First time I've seen them play as a true team. Loved what I saw today. Uh, loved what I saw today. Let's keep it going. And it's 720. Eastern when he posted this and he says Georgetown still sucks yes and it is always always fun to to post the Georgetown sucks tweet I mean especially after you beat him by 19 yeah we, we went into this game talking about how these games were kind of close or had been kind of close through the past couple years um, as we mentioned earlier they did do a two year extension so we're getting at least two more of these and, um, you know, I mean, Benny. Okay, so Benny, Benny, he kind of, he did ball out. I mean, he did. Four rebounds, 13 points. I think he's, I think he's learning. Yeah, but, I mean, still a little bit do. behind the curve, but. No, I mean, he went 6-10, to 10, um, four rebounds, one steal. I mean, you'd like to see him get some of those other type of, you know, but I think that he was in there. Um, I think he, like, changed some shots and did some things defensively to where, you know, you're not going to see it in, 
in the box score. And going six to ten, scoring thirteen points in twenty two minutes, one for one from the free throw line. Like, I mean, I'll take that. He's being more efficient on the offensive end, not taking threes, taking the shots that um that Beheim wants him to take and um his efficiency is showing it, you know. Cap. And Captain's in the green room. <clears throat> yeah. So oh. I mean I'm right there. I'm right there with you with Benny. Um you know, he had a strong showing against Obviously, you know, a team that he wants to play good against because he's from that area. So let's just keep it going. So the but they're lo- moving the ball. They're moving the ball. That's the thing. Like, when was the last time you saw a Syracuse basketball team move the ball like this? In, 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 in I mean, with- even like that one time when Boljot got the ball, a little bounce pass to Hema because the center stepped up and he got an easy dunk. Like, I mean, everyone's doing it, you know, and it's contagious. And, you know, I. That only. You know, the com. Yeah. Common denominator here to me is John Bowl. Yeah, I totally agree with that. This dude come out of nowhere. Like John Bowl last year, I see him take the court. I'm like, ah, what the hell? Uh, but I'm this- just saying, ever since he's been getting solid minutes, you've been seeing better defense, and you've been seeing. I mean, this guy. There was yesterday. It looked like one, at one point he twisted his ankle, he was limping up the court, and ended up, you know, finishing the play. There was another time where oh, his he- shoe fell off. Yeah, his shoe fell off. So, I mean, and, and realistically, once he started playing a lot of minutes, that's when you saw the, the ball movement. Now, and you can see it. You can see what they're trying to do. They're trying to spread it out, trying to get it to Jesse, work through Jesse, like we said, make him beat Jesse, and it'll open everything else up. Or they'll just let Jesse score 20, 30 points on you. It's hard to stop them all, and that's the thing. There's There really is so much talent out there that, you know, you can double Jesse, but... I mean, I don't know if that's a great idea either. You just got to have a guy that can hang with Jesse, and you can slow Jesse down, but he ain't stopping Jesse. That's the thing. And, you know, this guy leaps and bounds from last year along with John Bowl. And, man, I'll tell you, I don't want to get too, you know, excited, but it's a little bit tough not to considering the matchup we were against with uh, with Georgetown, in my opinion. Uh, let's let's knock out two green room gents at once, okay? At OLQs, he says, "Are we good again?" That's his that's his go to. I'll answer that since Sean definitely won't. The answer is yes. We are starting to gel. Mince is awesome. Jesse is the best center we've had since Christmas. I really want to know what Joe's mom thinks, though. Joe, did you talk to your mom about this and ask her what she thinks about all that? Uh, she's happy about the progress. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, I look. I think we're. I think we're decent. I don't know if we're like. Okay, good's a word. I don't know. Like I said, I don't want to really do anything or say anything as far as that goes until after Pittsburgh. You know, we've got. Two more games, easy one. Well, an an easy one in uh, who knows? I haven't done my research yet. Yeah, well, I mean, it but, always comes down to the same type of stats, right? Um, you've seen the last two games the way that they moved the ball. They've shot over fifty percent from you know the field goal as far as for two pointers, um, and like this going to the line this game, um, you know, it's huge. Twenty out of twenty one is huge. And then you win the turnover battle, you win the rebound battle. I mean, if you win the turnover battle, the rebound battle, and 
you shoot 95, you know, you get 20 points from the line and then you're shooting 50% from the, from the two, you're not going to lose many games. So it's the little things. You don't need the three. Yeah, now you just have to be disciplined enough, Joe Girard, to not do that. But I'm okay because with some of his. I'm okay with some of them too, Joe. I'm okay with a lot of, a lot of them. If you're open, shoot it. The, pro- the problem is, damn it. The problem is they haven't been going in. So I mean, you know, um, let's let's keep going here. Let's keep going. Another green room um, fellow. At David Super. Super David in the telephone book. It wasn't perfect, but a win is it, it was a win. And you know what a win means. Power hour on Sunday. Oh boy. That's right. That's right, David. <laughs> so it was either power hour or I took the Blantons and uh and gave that a gave that a shout. So uh that was from Cap. Cap sent me the Blantons and um, I've been staring at that bottle and I did not hope that Syracuse was going to lose so I could drink it. But the thought crossed my mind when it was 17 to 6. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, you got to be able to relax when it comes to that. Um, but there are some teams, especially in the ACC, where you can't start like that because it's hard to come back from. Yeah, it's hard to come back from. And, you know, we're going to be in the gauntlet here sooner than later. So, um, you know, I thought that to David's point here, you know, it wasn't perfect, but but it was a win. I mean, it's always fun to beat Georgetown, like I said. On the other on the other flip side of that is that uh, I said it on the front end, and for everybody in the green room, they haven't heard it yet. You know, bad matchup for Syracuse. I expected this Georgetown team to be a little bit more trouble in. Syracuse just started putting away. They just didn't have an answer for anything Syracuse was doing. Well, so there's that. Yeah. Well, and because we played more like a team. Well, exactly. We saw it. Right, and that's we something they have. They that's they some, have some guys. Yeah, they do. They definitely do. They got talent. They just don't have. They just don't have cohesion. And you know, when it comes down to, oh my gosh, when it comes down to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> When it, Kid can't even keep up. I, I'm, I'm having trouble. I'm not gonna lie. When it comes, where are we supposed to be When it comes now? down to, when it comes down to, last year we didn't really ever have any cohesion. We didn't play as a team last year, and you know I know we lost Jesse, and that was a problem. Obviously, in, to Joe's point, that was a bigger problem than maybe we thought. Looking at what we're looking at now, but. Um, you know, this to be able to move the ball the way that they're moving the ball and to just read off of one another and unselfish play is huge in basketball. You can't just you know, you can't just be the superstar on the team. You gotta sometimes you just gotta give it up and do what's best uh for the team and they're actually yeah. doing a hell of a job of that. Well and you're seeing Judah you're seeing Judah do that. Yeah, Judah's, Judah very you know, young seeing, doing that. Exactly. Yeah. Great you're point. seeing like how easy God Jesse's bless. making his job on some of those plays. You know, reading the alley-oop. Um, you know, reading that one play where he circled around the baseline, came around, and passed it off to Benny when he was wide open. Um, you see these plays, and um, everyone's feeding in. Everyone's buying in. And, um, yeah, it's it's been pretty the last two, two games watching their offense. But, again, um, ACC is going to be more difficult than this. So, what is what is what is Cap talking about? Why is my name changed? What are you talking about? 
at Royal Q's? PJ? Um, let's continue. He's lost. Uh, at Biggest Q's fan, everybody is starting to learn their role, and this team is getting better as a result. Hopefully, Bell starts to get a few rebounds, Ed, as well as Benny, I think he means. Great win. Yes, look, you know, the, the rebounding is the last thing, I think, to work on. Okay. Well, well, let's just say. Just, yeah, let's just say. Them. I know we did. We were plus one, and that's excellent against a team that of this size. But when Syracuse, you know, we haven't Syracuse hasn't really had a big lineup that uh, that could be as good as they were yesterday in a in a while. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of things I feel like this team does better than a lot of teams the past few years. I guess is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, and I mean, a lot of it, too, when you look at his athleticism, um, when you look at the, the defense, right? Uh, I mean, Judah with five steals, uh, being able to have that length to be able to cover areas. Um, you know, you saw Georgetown, they started out putting guys in the middle, and and it was working, and we made a slight adjustment, and from then on, Georgetown struggled the whole way. Um, and as we got confidence, you saw this, our offense playing better and better and better, so... Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's still Georgetown. Uh, they beat us the last two years, even though I think we've been better teams and I'm just glad that, uh, the better team won yesterday. Um, yes, I think that, I think that the past couple of years, well, well, we kind of went every other year with them, but just real quick though, to your point, we, we shouldn't have lost to Georgetown last year. That was ridiculous. They went 0-16 in their conference last year. And it was just, I think it was a matchup thing. And that's kind of, I think, what's different this year. And, you know, that's what we've kind of been waiting for, is cohesion. We've talked about this for a while, Joe, I feel like. So um, let's head back over to Twitter quickly. At, oh, boy. This thing is coming up again already. Golly day. At Q's Daddy 44, guys are starting to gel. That's the second time we've heard that one. Uh, impressive three dubs in a row. 1-0 in the ACC, too. Everyone is really starting to step up. Judah is the best freshman since Tyler Ennis, and he might even be better. Definitely for athletic. Definitely athletic, I think uh, mm. we, we mean to say that. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, needed this after a tough week of football news. <clears throat> Yes, it's 3.02 p.m., and Georgetown sucks. So, look, yes, the football news was not great <laughs> heading into this game, and I think it lifted the spirits of Syracuse fans all over the place. And also, <laughs> you can hear our football impromptu Friday night, which was just magnificent, off the cuff, if I do say so myself. No, nah, I thought it was pretty good. I thought we'd be, you know, talk some people off the ledge as far as that goes. And, um, you know, we it didn't really affect any of our recruits and stuff like that. So we'll, we'll we, see what we, the fallout is after the bowl game. I don't think anyone's trying to not go to the bowl game. So uh, if there is guys that are going to transfer, I imagine there's probably going to be a couple of defensive guys because Tony White's <laughs> been there for quite some time. But um, also to qualm now. Hey, Syracuse men's soccer is going to the NCAA championship. Yes, Syracuse is a soccer school. So awesome. Yes. I'm just saying. 
I know, in the year it's of great. Like the, like the World Cup going on and everything, right? I mean, yeah, and to... you know the 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 the, the go ahead goal last game was amazing. Yeah, gave me chills. Yeah, it was a, actually pretty pretty good. Yeah, not so. a not a soccer guy, but you know. No, but you know, when I mean, I'm home, just being honest. That's just... You know, I don't know. I couldn't name a player on the team. Okay, so I'm not sitting here trying to act like uh, you know I'm Mr. Soccer and uh, I've been watching all year. <laughs> no, no, but you know, I mean, I think that it's when you have a sport that isn't covered. And by the way, no. wearing the script jerseys. Shout out to the soccer team for the script jerseys. Yep. Which is always good. Yep. By the way, Syracuse script jerseys being used yesterday against Georgetown and only should be. Not to mention, probably should only be script jerseys, period. I mean, let's be honest. You know? It's the well, one th- it's the one thing I asked my mom for Christmas. I went to freaking Wegmans. Each his own. You don't like the script, Joe. I'm not saying I don't. I'm just saying that it might not not everybody might. I mean, you can't speak for everybody. Georgetown fans don't like the script. That's who doesn't I, like the script. That's fine against Georgetown, yeah. Look. I'm sorry, man. Look, I'm not I was gonna buy myself oh, and here, here it comes go. again. Here we go. Right there. I was gonna it's buy myself huh? <laughs> How we turned a comment about men's soccer into Script jersey. It's all about Sean and his script jersey. I mean, I have a story for it. Do you want to hear it? I mean, I don't, but I'm going to hear it anyway, so go ahead. Right, right, exactly. So just accept it. I, no, I, I'm not going to accept it. I'll just listen. <laughs> I have. Uh, I, I went to Wegmans in James Street, which is my Wegmans. And in Virginia they're, Beach. They're, well, that's my Wegmans when I go home. I mean, come on. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so I went there. They had a script jersey, right? I'm like, oh, dude, there's a script jersey here. I was telling my wife, I'm like, I'm getting this. And I'm walking over to it and I grab it. It's freaking $60? Are you serious? $60 at Wegmans? Good freaking luck. Guess what I asked for for Christmas? Have you seen the other prices, Wegmans? My gosh, man. The Go surf, try to buy the, a steak. The surf brands, the surf brands here in Virginia Beach for hoodies is sixty dollars, you know, and those are like the 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 name brand surfwear around here. So anyway, um, are we gonna do fan feedback? Or are we just gonna talk about scriptures? No, show? look. I mean, either ridiculous. way, all I'm trying to say is that for sports that don't get the reporting and the stuff that they probably deserve, we do have to acknowledge when they are having a great season. Absolutely, and I'm glad you started to acknowledge it. When they're going to the championship, Joe. Good job. I acknowledged it when they were in it. The college cup. Oh. Dude, I talked about it way before that. Way before that. I don't know. I'm not going to go any further. I got a story for that, too, but I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Save it. Save it. I'm not going to throw somebody under the bus. Golly day. Well, I told you I'm not a soccer guy. (laughs) I'm not a soccer guy. You don't have to be a soccer guy. To announce on the podcast that they won the ACC tournament. Okay. I literally said that. And you're like, we're not going to talk about soccer. But now we are. Now they're in the championship. Oh, now now we are. But you want to try to downplay my 
interest in it by, oh, you only bring it oh, when they were in the college cup. I was talking about it when they were in the ACC tournament. His interest. Oh, he goes so way back. It. He goes way back, no. all the way back to the ACC tournament. <laughs> Ooh, a big fun. time fan. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm a big time fan. But I was oh gosh, here we then. go. Let's go back. To, let's go back. To to... <laughs> and you were just poo pooing. Oh, we were really going to talk about them. Oh, we don't really got time. <laughs> let's go back to Twitter for the love of God, please. Uh, at Free Beers seventy seven. This was fun, but I am still cautious. Georgetown is a bad team. We look better. I'm not a huge fan of the starting lineup. Bull, Bull should start. Benny should come off the bench. Sai should get more time. Told, I agree with that. Would be nice to see Brown get on the court at all. Uh, uh, quiet, I agree with that. Quiet game from Taylor. Yes. So he makes. A, there's a lot of good points right there. There we go. Who is that? That's free beers. Seventy-seven. Oh God, it's a great handle too. Yeah, I mean that's uh, seventy-seven th- free beers. Yeah, that's it. That is an oh. excellent, excellent um, list. I do. Um, I don't know if Sir Georgetown is a bad team. We'll see what they do. I don't think they're great. But for me, it comes down to the size of that team. I do think they're better than what they, they've they played. You know, Georgetown, no offense, but Georgetown might want to start looking at a coaching change soon. And I know they have, like, some loyalty to Patrick Ewing, but... Mm-hmm. My God, man, you go 0-16 in your conference last year, and this guy's still on the sideline? Like, I don't understand that at all. This is a foreshadowing here. So, uh, I just think they have the players. I mean, Syracuse recruited two of their players. The other ones, are every single one of them on the freaking courts have transfers from somewhere. Yeah, it, you got to figure it out, right? I mean, they got some good guys. I mean, Primo Spears is good to cook, cook. I mean, you can see his athleticism. Well, you can take a look and see, you know, what Patrick Ewing does is he's, you know, he's a big guy. So they have the big guys, but what they don't have is is your... Yeah, Spears is pretty solid, bro. He's pretty... He is pretty solid, but, you know, he's, he, he can't carry he, the team he, the whole time. He's solid, too. And Brandon Murray's a sophomore transfer from LSU. Well, he only got 22 minutes because he the, fouled out of the game. He was, in, he was in foul trouble the whole game. He hit two out of three threes. Um, so, I mean... It wasn't wasn't their best game anyway. I think it's a team that will get better, for sure. Um, I think that they will be able to compete in the Big East. Maybe not obviously for the title, but they're not going to get blown out like this. I think they'll get better as it goes. But you're right there. I mean, is that foreshadowing? Is that what it is? Ewing from John Thompson to John Thompson. I mean, I think there was somebody else in between. Um, but John Thompson Jr. to Ewing, like. No, Is I don't think it would. going to be saying about Jerry McNamara or freaking Adrian Autry? I mean, I don't think Syracuse is being their best interest to do that either, though. We've talked about that. I'm not going to go there right now. Yeah, well, That's not even the No, we're not. That's not the conversation I'm just saying. we're having. Uh, let's go back to Twitter instead, okay, and read another tweet. How about that? At GMoser23, Judah going to be a big problem for teams as he continues to build confidence. Jesse is playing great. Joe Girard has to find his consistency in better shot shot selection. I'll get it out. Uh, Still needs better board work from Bell and Benny, but overall we are trending in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think Joe is going to have to settle down into um, more of, like his defense just, you know, he's got good defense sometimes. Okay, so what, do you have two steals last game? And 
Did he have any of this game? No. He did not. Okay, well, that's disappointing. No. But to be able to... Uh, Joe is that guy, though, I think, that can do that. I think he's talented enough to do that. And to be able to turn defense into offense, um, I know he has it in him. But um, at the same time, you know, the three-point stuff, I think, is going to... Uh, get reeled in because this team just shot 24 from, or excuse me, 21 from the three, but 58 from inside the arc. Yeah. So 24% or excuse me, 20, 21% from three and then 58% from inside the arc. And I think that just with the size that Georgetown has, that, that says something about what this team can do. And that needs to be, that needs to be their model going forward. And the problem is, is can they be disciplined enough to do that, Joe? Yeah, I mean, that's, I hope so. Hope problem, so. I mean, realistically, it comes down to a couple guys, right? I mean, Benny Williams, I mean, it might get down to a certain point where if he shoots a three, then then Jim's just going to take, uh, take him out. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, there's really only three guys that have the red light to shoot threes, minus Samir if he's got something going or if he's wide open but i don't see it as a situation where i mean i, I think that was a struggle in the beginning um we're not going to win from shooting three pointers like last year it's not going to be that type of team no we're you play don't defense. have the guys we're going to show effort and you know you're going to play your offense through jesse try to get to the free throw line and i think you've even seen it with joe the last couple uh games him Taking pumps, you know, to pump fakes and stepping in and taking shorter shots and stuff like that. Um, he's going to be that gunner. He's going to shoot melt into your holiday oh, moments. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. From the Lint Master Chocolatier. Hold on. Hmm. Mm hmm. There he is. There he is. Uh, look. There so, he is. So, <laughs> so the, uh, the continuous timer was on YouTube. Our 60 minutes is up. And I don't know about you, Joe, but I was one ahead. So I was one ahead at the end of that. I'm on my sixth. I'm on my sixth already. Yeah, I'm on my sixth beer. So I was one ahead. Now, if you want to keep going here, we can. We can just do this here. I just, I'm not going to fill up the shot glass anymore. That's fine. You do what you want. You do what you want. Take a sip. Um, I'm done with the shot glass, too. Now, here's the thing. Uh, (laughs) Yes, the podcast (laughs) used to have live reads. Uh, and now we get nothing. So, look, you know what? I ruined that. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined that. And you know what? So it did you stop it, the beep? It didn't take. No, the beep's still going. Uh, Why? It, it, huh? They're making fun of us because of the beep. I don't think they want to hear it anymore. Oh, do you do you guys not want to hear the beep? Okay, that's fine. I can turn the beep off. I'm sure it's probably annoying to everybody else. No, no. Yeah. Here, I'm sure. Let, look, let's let Jesse talk. Okay. Jesse, what's Please. up, dude? Somebody oh, else other than you. Huh? Yes. Yeah, I know. I need to be bailed out, Jesse. Help me out. You got to unmute yourself, brother. Yourself, brother. How's it going? Good. How you doing, man? Good. How you doing, man? Doing Good. well. Good. Um, I just finished Krogering, and I thought the beep was like in the checkout aisle the whole time. <laughs> it was just like in my head, but <laughs> yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah, How are you all? That's yeah. good, that's man. What do you man. What, what do you, you think? What do you think? Are you coming through your car speakers? I am. Yeah, is it's it, reverb. Is it messed up? Reverb. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Sorry. That's all good. That's all good. Do you want me to hang up? Um, is there any way to just talk on speaker? There you go. Did you? What did you just do? 
Whatever you just Maybe. did, whatever you just did worked. So look, Jesse, you are you are one of the guys on Facebook that really does have a good grasp on Syracuse basketball, and you also have um, pretty pretty you know high quality things to say uh, and fan feedback. So uh, coming into this season, obviously we didn't set expectations, but we got a lot of talent on this team. It started a little rough, but what do you think now? As we're looking ahead, and we got two games before we start conference play. What are you thinking? Ooh, so um, I I like the uh, the young core. Um, I think it makes a lot of sense. I think it's going to be um, really good next year. Really good next year. Um, I think that Mintz, if he decides to stay, I don't. I think he should. He's getting the play time. He. I don't think he's NBA. Yet, I don't think I think he could be like a, a second year NBA. Like he could go to the NBA next year. I think. Okay, um, well, I think that's fair. I think everybody should have to play two years anyway. This one and done stuff. I don't think should be. Allowed. I mean, yeah, but you gotta you gotta yeah. change with the times, and it, it, people want to get paid. So. Eh, yeah, well, we have know. nil. True. I mean, I uh, get dude, it. Dude, but Sean, like, Sean know, there used to be a situation where you could go straight from high school. Yeah, yeah and, and that's fine. I'm fine with going straight from high school. You never, you never see him, so you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I'm kind of torn. I, I feel like they should get to do whatever they want to do. I mean, if you're good after one year, go for it. But that's just me. And I live in Kentucky, so I see a bunch of one and dones every year. So there you I don't do. know. But what do you think? What are your expectations for this year? Do you have expectations for this year? Uh not really. I'd like to see us go to the tournament and just kind of maybe win a couple games or just get some get some run in the tournament, see what it's like for the guys next year. Um, I think they'll be a really good team next year. Um, I think – I don't know what the situ- – because Joe and Jesse both have one more year of eligibility, right, with COVID? I think if, Joe does. If they but, want to. Yeah. That's the thing. Do they want to? I mean, Joe. I mean, what's he going to do? First of all, I I don't know. I think he could play overseas <laughs> if he wanted to. I think he could come back and play for another year. I don't think that's in his best interest. I think Buddy should have probably. I think if in hindsight, if Buddy could look and see what's going on, he might change. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Joe's he, good enough to play overseas. Okay, well, Buddy's on the Pistons right now, right? Well, he's on the. Yep. Is he on the, the Pistons? I mean, he's, no, he's like on the, the summer. 14th man, right? Right, yeah, exactly. He's in the G League. And, and I don't think he would trade that. Right. I don't think he would trade that. But if he would have had another year, things could be different. That's my point. Mm. The NBA is kind of weird right now, too. Like, um, just since COVID hit and everything, I've noticed a ton of turnovers. So, like, I mean, injuries happen and players get hurt. They've kind of crammed the games all in together. So, he could get a chance to play eventually, maybe. I don't know. It just kind of depends on injuries and stuff. Like, Kate Cunningham went down. They're like one or two more injuries away from maybe pulling the plug and letting Buddy Ahan play. You never know. Well, it's tough for me to get into any kind of NBA talk because I have no clue. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's tough. What about you? Because you an you, uh, you, uh, NBA fan or what? DraftKings? DraftKings only. Are you gonna, are you going to talk, Joe? I'm talking to you. 
Oh, sh- uh, I play in a. In, <laughs> I, I said I Joe. I do a little bit of DraftKings. I play in a fantasy NBA uh, league, so I do kind of follow the players more than I do the teams. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's tough because at the end of the year, I feel like well, just trying to like trying to gauge where our fans are. I feel like most of the fans would be upset if Joe came back, <laughs> but Jesse didn't. And I feel like everyone wants Jesse to come back with this young talent that you have. There's, you see what they have now and imagine what they're going to be next year. But you kind of still want Jesse to be there. But when I look at the team, Jesse's the closest guy to the NBA that that, that there is. So uh, it's tough overall. And as far as Judah goes, I mean, that's just another guy where it comes down to a lot of times you'll see guys um, – kind of grow as the season goes on and all it takes is just a good run at, at your conference tournament and you get into the NCA tournament and you make a good run and you and you play well and your draft just stocks or just just your draft stock just goes through the roof when you play good at the end of the year. So right now Judah Mintz looks like a guy that is going to come back should be a two-year player uh, but if he ends up you know, starting to hit jump shots and the game slows down that's, for him, that's like his really, game. really that's slows his, down that's for him. That's his game too. Is is I mean, mid range jumper? A game where he scored sixteen. He had sixteen points, ten assists, and five steals. And if he starts doing that all the damn time, and then he gets better and better, and then he starts hitting jumpers and threes and stuff, then I mean, his draft stock is going to go through the roof, and I can see a situation where he could be a one and done. But right now, he looks like a two year player for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, Jesse, anything else, buddy? I think I'm good. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you. Appreciate you being in here. I know you're a big basketball fan. so um, Thanks, bud. For sure. Yeah, appreciate yeah. it. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Um, yeah, so look, you know, we can have the discussion about how, you know, what rules could be put in place and things like that, but I feel like you know, with the NIL should prolong some longevity inside college sports, but I don't I don't know if it's gonna work that way. It makes sense that it should work that way, but I don't know if it will. Right? So Yeah. There's that. No, it's just it's just one of those things that's that's why you want this young class to click and us to figure it out because I feel like like right now, I mean you're starting to see the floor. If we are going to put in this effort and Jim's going to put in the right guys if guys aren't playing well and the defense looks like what it is and we keep progressing and moving the ball around. I mean, I don't know what the ceiling is for this team. I think that we're starting to see the floor. I think that the teams are starting to realize the team's starting to realize what what they have to do to win and what people have to do as far as roles and rotations stuff like that. Um I mean, the floor is against could, Bryant. This year I feel could like be good. I feel like if this team was to play Bryant again, they would win. You know what I mean? I mean, you just go back a week or two. Well, I mean, let's put it in perspective, right? I mean, you look at it, and although Bryant lost three players. Golly day. I mean, Bryant lost three players, but I think they won. I think they won that when when Judah got knocked out. So uh, Judah is obviously, you know, a high-profile primetime player that he affects the game. Um, we've seen situations where he's tried too hard or, you know, tried to go too fast. And I think that slowly those days, I mean, I, I think it's slowing down for him, man. 
and you can see it. You can start to see it the way that he's taking the ball to the hole, you know, settling to go to the line, not taking a bunch of bad And, and you shots. know what? By the way, I don't know what he is on the he's year. Crazy. He's great on Let's the top see. of the 2-3 zone, too. Let's just see what he is on the year for free throws. Hold on one second. Give me a second here. He's a good free throw Se- shooter. 71%. He's better than that, though. He 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 probably should be, but that's what he is for the year. So, um, yeah. um, you know that's that's the game. What was it, twenty to twenty one? This game, yeah. And, and mm-hmm. that's and that's what um, you know. That's not what I expect. That's not the standard, but I I do expect eighty percent. That's what I think we could do. These guys are excellent from the free throw line. Joe was always good, and that needs to be part of part of his game too. We've talked about that in the past. Um, all right, let's see. Oh yeah, he has to get to the line way more than what he's doing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's his game, man. I mean, this dude just doesn't miss free throws. Uh, at um, at yeah, Robert on Facebook just realized when you score eighty three and only nine came from three point range, that's strong. Now, see, I I love this point because. You're talking about exactly what Syracuse needs to do. And and he puts it into perspective with that comment. Just the fact that um, Syracuse has been relying on the three for so many years. And they don't need to. They have the athleticism. And they have the players that can make a difference without having to do that. It's That's huge. That's huge. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just... I don't want to get too excited, but that's what you got to be able to hit them too. That's the problem. You you, you got to be able to. Well, hit I mean, you do, but I mean, ugh, man, you talk about Justin Taylor and the minutes he put in yesterday, which wasn't that impressive. You know, he had a big game against what was it, St. John's? Was it St. John's? I feel like it was. I can't remember, but he had a good game, and and he hasn't done a whole lot since. But you know that. Um, he's a guy that can that can go out there and ball out, and, and the same with Chris Bell. I mean, you know, they brought him in to be a shooter, but you know, he hasn't really proven much of that either yet. So, uh, what they did yesterday was tremendous, and it just puts that into perspective. Is that going to be the norm? Are they going to be able to do that all the time? I mean, I don't know. Um, probably not. I haven't had a top fan yet. So let's do this one. Let's do. Let's do. Joe's little bro. About that. Uh, top fan, Alex. There you go. Wrong button. Mark. I know. Again, look better played as a team. It feels like this game could be a turning point for the team's confidence. Love the fire and tenacity. Go Cuse. Yeah, I mean that's kind of where I'm at, but I'm 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 cautiously optimistic on. Everything he just said. A turning point, I don't know. We don't know how good Georgetown's going to be. We just know that they have large men who can usually disrupt uh, a Syracuse basketball team. So, I don't know. But not not like a not like a, a high-scoring three-point team either. So, uh, you know, you get to some of these some of these ACT, ACC teams and you know um you, like you said, Joe, to your point, you're going to have to hit some of those. And there's going to be a t- point in time where, okay, we need to play catch-up and we need to hit threes. 
Well, yeah, and but at the same time, you have there's so much time. There's so much time in a game to be able to catch up. And when you look at how we've been playing from Notre Dame and how it's kind of evolved, and you know, like we talked about, they did it against Oakland. You know, we we pulled one out at Notre Dame, huge win. Going to be a quad one win most likely. Yeah. By the way, but playing Oakland. Good. No, no, you're going to go playing right Oakland. Right. Huh? Notre Dame's serious? playing Marquette right now, right? Is that what you're going to do? No, no, it was not. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, then we go to Oakland and we see just a team that's just so un- unselfish playing good basketball. And again, we, we were, I think, um, I mean, we brought up how Oakland's not that good, so we were we understood what the situation was, right? It wasn't like it's a world beater, but you know, beating them by, you know, twenty nine, that's it's pretty solid. And then you know, let's see what we can do with the step up. And I wouldn't argue that Georgetown was a step up in height and size and athleticism, all right. And uh, um, we won by nineteen, so. You know, let's see what happens. We have two more games. We talked about this. We can get to eight and four by beating Monmouth and uh, Cornell. But even looking into, you know, going into ACC play, um, playing at home against Pitt, at home against Boston College. Boston College hasn't, you know, they're not the greatest team in the ACC. Uh, In Louisville, they lost. They're still winless. They lost to um, Florida State the other day. So, And Pitt is um, 80th in the net rankings, by the way. Right, so Pitt's gonna be Pitt's gonna be the one, right? Um, I mean, Pitt's got some players, but you know, you're going into if we take care of business, Monmouth and Cornell, we're five game winning streak at eight and four at home uh, against Pittsburgh. That should be a pretty good crowd, and you know, we have confidence going into that. Uh, we can win that, then we get Boston College and Louisville. You know, now you're talking about. A chance where we could be on what one, two, three, four, seven win winning seven game winning streak, uh, be four and zero in the ACC, and we go to Virginia after that. So um, that's really when it starts. And uh, then we got Virginia Tech and then Notre Dame at home. So we're gonna have a matchup against Notre Dame, which I'm sure they're gonna want to be chopping at the bits to be better at. So I mean, that's gonna be the gauntlet. But I mean, I really see a situation where you know we can go. And get eleven and four, and move forward into this tough, you know, schedule. And I think that that changes everything. Um, so, yeah, and you got to assume can... that by by then, you know, this team's going to be if they're gelling this way now, they're 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 going to be a little bit of a problem for some of these guys. Uh, Pittsburgh is 80th in the net rankings, and I saw you know we mentioned uh, Virginia Tech; they're actually not that bad. And I think they are, they're 33rd in the net rankings. So Pittsburgh is a quad three game at home, which is, you know, that's it. That's a, you like cannot lose that game. That's another one of those situations. And Pitt's one of those teams that just is trouble. I mean, it's always close. It's always an issue. And it's always yep. one of those ones that I worry about. So um, we'll see. But for now, we got mom. Yeah. Well, <laughs> for, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm telling so, you right now, too. Virginia Tech, at the same token, that team should probably be undefeated. You know, at ten and one, their only loss is a game at at College of Charleston by two points. Um, they beat Minnesota, they beat North Carolina, they beat Dayton, 
They beat Oklahoma State. They beat Penn State. And Penn State just beat Illinois last night by a pretty hefty margin. I mean, I think it was double digits. So, um, you know, there are some guys or some teams in, in the ACC that are definitely tough. But like you said, right now it's can we do the same thing that we did to Oakland and Georgetown and Monmouth and Cornell? And I think the answer is yes. But we, I think at the same time, we do need to heed our expectations based upon this game. You know, our opponents, right? Yes. These next two opponents, because yeah. well, in this one, be this, a different story. The, 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 the Georgetown one, too, because like I said, I mean, that's going to be, there's going to be a coaching change soon. I don't see Georgetown being a big deal for the Big East um, this year. And like I said, they have the talent, but. You can't just string together a bunch of guys sometimes and expect to make a huge difference. Now, they might pick it up later in the year, but I think we said the same thing last year, and they didn't. <laughs> they didn't, like, they lost their last 16 games. So. Well, yeah. Well, that's because we lost to them, right? I mean, that's kind of like the playbook, right? Like, yeah, you yeah. lose to somebody and you, you hope You want to look for the silver like, lining for them to make right, an excuse exactly. for your loss. Yeah. <laughs> to, well, to justify it, right? Yeah, oh, to well, justify you know, it, sure. Good, right? Yeah, that's just like, oh, nah, nope. And then and that's what we did the other day, right? I mean, right now it looks like the four teams we lost to are going to make the tournament. And if that's the case, then these four losses don't look that bad. But that's just us justifying it in our heads because we really don't know. Long season. Oh, that's it. So, um, yeah, it's... It just we're, we're just gonna have to see, but the hell was that? There we go. I don't know what there was that. There he is. Sounded something. That was a that was my fifty cal replica. No, oh, thank God it wasn't so, real, huh? No, there's no powder in it. I'm just saying this is it's it's so easy to get. You know how our fans go. The overreactions, like just well, that's you know I was talking to my brother about our fans yesterday and. I, I, you know, I just, I, I wish it was a little different, but I've got a feeling that it's the same way on Twitter for all fan bases. So I gave some grace. It's like, you know, I feel like they, you only see a lot of the negative sometimes. And when we go through fan feedback through our Twitter feed and our Facebook feed, like you can always go through there and see some very optimistic poignant points being made and i just stick to that because that's how fans are and but to coach's point and we talked about on the front end you know you got to be loud even when the team is not doing great maybe sit down and clap and then when they score you stand up and then you don't sit back down again for the rest of the game how about that let's remove the seats well, I mean, there's that. Or Did there's, you sit during you know, the Wake Forest game? Did you sit? I didn't sit. I remember that. I, I don't hardly Not ever much. sit. I always try to make sure no, I'm no. out of people's way so I can stand the whole time. You know what I'm Pretty saying? Much. Right. Okay. I noticed okay. that there was a lot of people that sat behind us in the beginning that ended up moving. <laughs> so I have to imagine that we stood most of the time. Yeah, I Although never you sat standing down. up, I don't think really blocks too many people. Yeah, I'm not blocking but too many people. That's true. But at, at the same time, like it's it's an overall just just overreaction. And like sometimes it's like, what do you expect? Like, do you really think that this team is going to go like like we're making the college football playoffs? Like we're, I mean, 
you're talking best case scenario in a situation, even with like, I'm glad that we have the news set up for the schedule for football, because in a situation where we don't play Clemson in one year and we're in an up year, like we have a chance to play for an ACC championship. And I truly believe that, you know, we got stuck in a situation. I don't think that if we were, if next year's schedule was set up when we had Dungy in 2018, I think that we play Clemson in, in the ACC championship game. But, I mean, I could be full of shit too. I just think that it's a situation Probably. where, where when you were stuck in a division in with Clemson, you were never going to make the ACC championship, right? So now the way it's set up, like that's like the maximum of what I mean. If you think that you're going to go to the college football playoff. And compete against the Notre Dame of Michigan and Ohio State of Georgia and Alabama, like that's that's not where we are right now. And I don't, it's like puzzling to me to understand, like or try to understand why those expectations were even put there. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like that, the fact that before the season, just getting to a bowl game was good enough, but now seven and five, it's not. Right, and that Dino's a horrible coach, but yet Purdue is looking at trying to possibly hire him, so he must be really, really bad. He's horrible, right? That's why like Purdue this. wants him. Sure. Yeah, Purdue that just went eight and four and went to the Big Ten championship game. Yeah, that yeah. Purdue. Granted, we beat them, but still, they really beat themselves that game. So they, they, yeah, they did beat themselves. UVA beat themselves. Yeah, this, this, yeah. those two wins were were you know frustration wins from yeah. the opposing team. So. Yeah, but I'm glad to see that we didn't lose recruits. It seems to me like Lenore Sellers is he's he's with Jason Beck. Right. And uh we didn't we didn't lose any defensive guys. Right. And um we even added two linemen today. Yeah. Um D and, and, and by the way, what was that um the first one I mentioned? Oh boy, I'm gonna put myself in a hole here. He's he's listed as a um, D line or offensive line. He's a he's a D line in two four seven. So he he I think he fits the D line better. But you know you got one of each. Let's say we got one of each. That's good. So you know it is what it is. But uh, all right, I think that's gonna do it. Power hour plus one. By the way. That was six in, I don't know how long we've been doing this. Hour and 20. Too long. Something like that. Too long, exactly. Exactly. All right. We will see you back here Wednesday, I think. Tuesday. For Joe. I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. Yes, it is Probably Tuesday. right with Wednesday. It is Tuesday. We're back here Tuesday. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.